So, so what's on the agenda today? So I thought we could talk about the like what it's like to text, like Ooh. to communicate so frequently mm-hmm. using only text or okay. Snapchat, like or Instagram DMs, all that that form of, of mode of communication that is now so prevalent mm-hmm. that like most people literally meet their boyfriends and girlfriends and do most of their connecting with those individuals on Snapchat first. Yeah. And like we talked a little bit about it in the last podcast about how like it's really kind of frustrating most it's at least in my experience and i know in your experience yeah. to try to connect with someone over snapchat because they're you completely don't, different in real life yeah you don't get to know them very well because yeah. it's like you can't fully connect with someone over snap you just can't true and so like there's one just technical thing that always bugged me about texting still bugs me to this day i just rather prefer to call in most cases but mm. it's that when you text someone you're only using one mode of communication when mm-hmm. there's many. So like body language, intonation, Ooh, facial expressions, yes. all that stuff. Yes. In texting, you're only using words yeah. and writing. And so basically when you text someone something, especially if it's in a conversation, not like, hey, are you going to be here in five minutes? Yes. Okay, cool. If it's not that, if, if you're like talking about a serious conversation, yeah, yeah. anything having to do with like emotions yeah. or, you know, some something like that's more serious that you like need to kind of be connecting through when you say something let's say you send like you know three four sentences or like a paragraph or two like over text like that that person that you're sending that to can kind of assume and make their own judgment of what they think you're saying because they don't know what your actual intention of what you're saying is so it becomes like this back and forth because that person receives this paragraph, they read it, they have their own like assumption of what they think it is. So then they respond to you from their place of their assumption of what they thought you said. And then you're responding to like their response to their assumption and it gets so twisted up. And it's it's just like, in my opinion, a really difficult way to actually connect genuinely with someone because you guys are like missing each other basically yeah. i think that especially is the case with it's like brand new people because with the texting thing like if my friends know me i text how i talk so mm-hmm. if they know me in Same. person and they're reading my text messages they know how it would sound if i was saying it like verbatim but like if it's just through text and i don't have any emojis i don't have any like punctuation to kind of give somewhat of that vibe of what i would mm-hmm. say in person my message gets misconstrued and then yeah. they're mad or they're like why'd you say it like that and i'm like say it like what like i said it how I would have said it verbally, but you're right. reading it in a different tone and I can't control how they're reading it. And then that makes the messages get like twisted. Yeah. Most of the time, what will happen is they get misconstrued to the point where the person, because, you know, as humans, we make assumptions all the then time. We make judgments. Yeah. And they assume the worst yeah. because we're all insecure. We all think everyone hates us. Word. And so <laughs> like, okay, so like when you hear someone say something, you're kind of like already afraid that they're not going to be. I don't know, approving of you or they're not like they're not going to be nice to you. And so like you kind of twist it in your brain that or someone that you're texting will twist it in their brain that you're mad at them. And that always frustrates me so much because right. it's like, bro, and I'm just trying to neutrally communicate and I'm like, you. I'm not I didn't say anything in a mean way. And then they just straight up won't talk to me for like the rest of the day. Dang, and then I got to call them and be like, it's so rough because like if they read it wrong, I can't fix it. You know, I can call them, but it's the phone. So they can easily just ignore me. And I'm like, especially if they're already mad at you from the text yeah. because of what the, damn, I never actually and I'm never like, experienced dang. that. Yeah, it's, it's rough, especially damn. like, especially with girls because we're more emotional. Mm-hmm. So if I'm reading it and I don't get that 
proper emotion, right. I'm, I'm personally going to do the same thing where I'm like, okay, never mind. They don't want to talk to me. Right. And like, it's because it goes both ways. We yeah. automatically assume, we automatically make judgments yeah. like it, it, like a snap, you know, yeah. just like we were talking about with uh, Instagram feeds. Like you look, you stalk someone's Instagram once and you like think you, you think, you, you, know, think them. you know them or you have this, you know, assumption of who they are. Yeah. But we just can't help but do that yeah. when we're humans. Yeah. So, we make um, assumptions. Yeah. My mom has this saying about assumptions. She's like, don't make assumptions because it makes an ass out of you and me. My and dad I was used like, to say that. What? And she like wrote it out for me and it's literally how you spell assume. Like, yeah. ass, you, me. <laughs> yeah. Like, I was like, oh, okay. Now that makes sense. But it's yeah, true. it's never going to make assumptions, especially with like messages and things like that. Mm -hmm. Like, if you don't know what the underlying tone is of that message, you shouldn't just assume what it is. Like, because I'm quick to ask questions. Like, if someone's texting me and they're dry, I'm real quick to be like, are you just dry to be dry? Or like, are you having a bad day? Like, what's going on? They're like, or it could literally just be the like, texting mode of communication. Yeah. Yes, and exactly. then I'm like, all right. And I excuse that. Right. Like, and so then it's like, well, how are we supposed to connect? Like, we have to see each other in person, but we're texting. This yeah. is how we're now talking. And then that's a whole nother premise for me because there's certain people that I literally can't access in person as often as I would want to. So it's like, all I have is like talking to you on the phone. Mm -hmm. Like there was this girl that I met um, when I was like in middle school and I had like my first like cyber friend mm -hmm. and we had the best conversations and we would, but it was strictly just on the phone for like years. And I just got to meet her in person like last weekend. Whoa. And it was, the vibes were still very much there. Right, right, So like right. I got fortunate with that case that like her vibe in person was the same as through text messaging. Mm -hmm. And that was over years, like from the time I was 12 to like now I'm Whoa. 20. So like, that's a long time. <laughs> that's a Eight long years. time, right? Cyber Eight friends, years. baby. Cyber Possible friends, now. still, still cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think that I want to be clear because like, I am not saying never text. Texting is bad because right. like sometimes, sometimes I prefer to text. Yeah. It's nice. It's convenient. It's simple. It's like, I don't have to open this whole conversation. Yeah. It's kind of convenient. Just be like, hey, this like slide yeah. it over. But like for those important emotional conversations or even just, you know, even if you're not doing something important, like someone could take it sideways for just a neutral communication. So it's like, it's just a thing that happens with texting. Yeah. But I also wanted to mention, like, can we talk about the unspoken rules of Snapchat? Because those annoy me so much. <sighs> like, I always got so annoyed when I How used Snapchat. Many, what unspoken rules do you have? Because I know for mine, do not send me a streak. <laughs> As a start of conversation, I can't stand that <laughs> okay, for anything. Right. Don't send me a streak. Don't send me a snap with no words and expect me to know what this was for. Like, if you're doing streaks and you send a snap and then you put streaks, I'm going to ignore it. I don't like streaks. But, like, if you literally just send me a snap of you walking, what do you want me to say to that? Like, am I supposed to snap you back with, like words like i don't know what that's supposed to be <laughs> well it's just a weird way of communicating right yeah. and um so but there well the, that's one there you go don't text me a blank photo but like that's 90 percent of snapchat bro word it <laughs> literally be the ceiling photos for no, no reason what i can't stand like when we talk about like trying to make those connections and like new people yeah. and like mingling dating i can't stand if i'm talking to someone that's like a potential partner mm -hmm. or like a little flirty fling and i know you look good because i've met you mm -hmm. and that's why i got your snap and then you send me your ceiling or you send me a picture of like something random. I'm like, just show your face. Like, right. what was the point of getting Snapchat if you're not going to show yourself? I, to yeah. me, that's like an oxymoron. Like you're on social media to show off a little bit. Not really show off, but like right. you're fine with showcasing yourself. Yeah. But then, you know, you were fine with being outgoing enough to give me your Snapchat and then you don't want to like 
have any kind of like personal side to it. Like I'm not I'm not trying to talk to a wall. Right. I'm not sending snaps to a ceiling. Yeah. That makes no sense true. To me. Honestly, because like, what are you talking to? And yeah, even if you're and then not, I don't like, want to snap you back. Yeah. <laughs> at <laughs> that I'm getting, point, I'm getting a picture of a, a roof. But um, yeah, I mean, that's definitely a thing because everybody has their specific style of how they use Snapchat, what pictures they take. Like some people take like a picture of half of their face. Some people take a picture of like just like the top Bro. of their forehead and then like the ceiling, like oh you're saying. Some people literally will just send a picture of like black yeah, and be talking to you. Screen. And it's like, okay. And I'm supposed to remember what you and, said. Yeah, exactly. I and then some that. people will just send a picture of their face and they're comfortable with it, but not, not everyone's there with that. Because right. like I remember when I first got Snapchat, I, I would take a picture of myself. I was like, damn, I look like shit. I would exit out <laughs> like, and keep doing it over yes. and over until it looks like decent. Yeah, exactly. You have to like kind of practice like yeah. to get good photos of yourself consistently. It's like, it's this whole weird you gotta thing. You got to know your angles. Yeah, so I'm assuming some people just like try that and they're like, I look bad. So then they just give up and they don't yeah. try to take pictures of themselves. But um, so that's that's two unspoken rules or whatever. But um, another unspoken rule is like the whole like, how long do I wait to respond to this person oh, because I'll be goodness. thirsty and if I wait too long I'm uninterested Bro. and it's like I just thought that was such bullshit and it was like so annoying to, yeah. to like um, navigate and all that it's just Dude. like I mean I don't know those boundaries I don't follow those rules because right. I'm a hopeless romantic so I don't have like self-control about like okay well they just snapped me simping. I'm gonna wait yeah I'm a fat simp like if you went two hours without texting me and then you snapped me back i'm not gonna be like well i need to wait three hours right, no but, i'm not doing that i want to talk to you right. like i'm gonna snap you back right. like i'm not gonna wait but that person is gonna purpose. be thinking they're gonna be like i don't care like, what they're thinking i, I know, know what i'm thinking and i'm thinking that i want to talk to you and if they're thinking like why she's snapping me so like like why she's snapping me back fast right. like you don't have a life like why are you answering me so quickly like because I want to talk to you. Yeah. There's nothing, no if, answer, buts about it. I want to talk to you. I'm going to answer you fast. Right. And that, that's just Unless like, I'm busy. Well, then I'm busy. Then you're busy and that's your life. But then that person's going to be thinking this other thing and they're going to be like, well, I shouldn't snap them back. But you want to talk to them. So I it's wanna, like, yeah. And then I come off these as barriers like too eager. between just connecting with yeah. someone. Yeah. And if it's like, oh, I'm too eager, or like I'm too pushy or like. Right. Then, you know, that what my thing is too is like, yeah, I can't take it personally. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. how they perceive me is how they perceive me. I have no control over that. All I know is like what I'm doing and my intentions behind it. If they want to take it and spin it as something else, that's on them. But I know for me, like if I'm snapping you back in three seconds, it's because I want to talk to you. And if you're seeing it as like, oh, they're they're really creepy. Like, why are they answering so fast? Like, this is too soon. This is too I fast. probably wouldn't want to talk to you. Well, then you know what? If you think that way, then don't snap me back. Like, yeah. that's fine. You know? Yeah. Like, well, but the thing is, like, I know you're like that and you're very forward and you're, oh, yeah. I mean, you're here doing this podcast. You yeah. have your opinions about social media and you <laughs> right. don't follow the rules. But a lot of people follow the rules and yeah. then they're like stuck in this weird thing with like boundaries of yeah. how you're able to talk to somebody because it's like acceptable or not acceptable and you have to like dance around all these like fancy things right. all for a picture of someone's fucking ceiling. Right. So it's like, it's what just. Do that for it's the same thing with texting like it's it might be good for some things but if you're going to be using it it has setbacks and it just has yeah, things has that are flawed exactly yeah so um i, I just feel like people kind of generally experience that but i don't hear a lot of people talking about it and i think it's like yeah it feels good to know that someone else like feels the same way because it's all unspoken it's just yeah, like it's really oh, like unspoken rules like if you know thirsty. you know yeah exactly yeah I can't stand like being with girls who do that, and like I can, I'll be sitting with them. Have you ever like Wait, been in the? Have you ever been in the room with someone and they're snapping someone that they know, like you know they like them, you know yeah. that they're eager to talk to them, and like to see them like 
be so prideful at the same time is so weird to me. Okay, wait, wait, wait. I'm not following. What do you mean? So, like, I'll be with my friends, and we'll go to the mall together, and a cute guy gets one of their snaps, mm-hmm. and we'll literally all be fangirls about it. We're like, oh, my God, like, he asked for your snap. Like, okay, period. Right. And then we'll go home or whatever, and he'll snap snap my friend first. And then they're like, oh, my God, he snapped me. And I'm like, okay, open it. Like, see what he said. Yeah. Oh, no, like... I gotta play hard to get. Girl, what? Like, you gave him your snap. There's no playing hard to get. Like, yeah. Just I mean, talk to them. Well, I mean, that's that's the thing. Like, she's playing the game. Like, right. you would. I don't not, play the game. You, exactly. I don't play any games. You don't play by the rules. I don't exactly, play Exactly, exactly. And that's your style. Yeah. But because, like, there are those unspoken rules of, like, oh, I got his snap. How long should I wait to snap him? Blah, right. blah, 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 blah. It's like, dude, let's it's cut the whole, bullshit. And it's just, a whole like, complex connect, for you know? them. Yeah. I will literally sit there and, like, listen to them go back and forth and be like well it's been like two days so maybe you have to wait until like this point in time and i'm like are you serious right now like it's obviously frustrating for me because yeah because you don't play the rules i don't play by the rules (laughs) so i'm just kind of like i don't understand why we can't just text them back like just do it and they're like well but wouldn't that be weird and i'm like dude just do it like and usually when they listen to me it's fine and they just have that good conversation and it's like you're i feel like it can backfire when you're following these rules. That's why I don't follow them. Right. Because when you are following these rules of like, let me play hard to get, let me play the long game, they are going to, we are Gen Z. We have a short attention span. If you <laughs> oh, yeah. take they're two gonna days, you. they're going to forget about you. Damn, they yeah. ask somebody else for their snap already. They're snapping them like <laughs> two, three times a day. Like you, if you try that to be cute and like, oh, I'm going to, bro, they are going to forget about you. Damn. Especially these dudes. Like, they're gonna forget. I'm so sorry. Like I'm personally gonna do the same thing. Like I will still have you in mind, but the feeling isn't gonna be the same as it was when I initially asked you for your mm-hmm. information. Like that spark isn't gonna be as strong, or like you know, because mm-hmm. you've given it so much time. Right. And then once again with the messages thing, like how I would interpret that, if you're giving it that much time, I'm gonna be like, okay, you don't want to talk to me, and now I don't want to talk to you. But they're thinking like, okay, let me not show that I'm too desperate. Like. Let me right, take my time with it. Right. But I'm not going to take it that way. I'm going to take it as like, okay, they just don't want to talk to me. I guess you don't want to text me back then. Yeah. Right. But like, that's why I'm like following those rules can totally backfire because like right. you actually wanted that connection with that person, but now you lost it because you were so focused on like the game. Following the these rules. rules. Yeah, exactly. Um, I think also another thing that comes from using Snapchat like this is like, you have so much more room to be anxious about what you're going to say and like how you're going to say it, you know? Yeah. Cause like this girl is like, it's going through her mind. Like, it's not like, oh, I met this guy and we're going out on Friday. No. And like you have all the time to like, oh, no, I'm so worried. And then you go and you do the thing. And yeah. it's like, that's it happened. Yeah. It's like the entire time you're like, oh, my God, what should I say next? Oh, my God, what should I say next? Oh, my yeah. God, should I text him now? Oh, my God. Yeah. So it's like it's all this time to just be thinking, 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 thinking. Yeah. And that goes back to like the reason that I ended up getting my flip phone, which was like Snapchat, the way you communicate on Snapchat, you have all this time to like think about what you're going to say and you can like craft a response rather than like being in the moment and you're like you're doing it there's no thinking you're there you're you're in the moment and you're you're connecting you're talking spot exactly yeah and um that's why i don't really use snapchat because like i'll find myself like starting to do that where i'm like rehearsing what i'm gonna say mm -hmm. and it's like that's never good because when i see that person in real life and it's on the spot like i need to be able to know how to communicate with them and say what i want to say instead of like waiting or giving myself like those three seconds or taking the time to make sure i look good before i send the snap mm-hmm. like in real life i can't do that if they catch me lacking they catch me lacking like <laughs> yeah. i can't like hopefully they still love you you know like hopefully they're still <laughs> interested after they've seen yeah. me at my words but like i can't do that in real life so that's why i try not to like use snapchat too much because like 
in a way, I feel like that's a crutch, you know? Oh, for sure. And then once you're actually put in these situations where you, you don't have that, you need to socialize, it's like, oh, damn, what do I do now? Yeah. Like, I okay, when I was getting my flip phone and everything and, like, I realized that I was having trouble talking in person because I was using Snapchat so much, like, after I got rid of my smartphone completely, I was only talking to people at school. Like, I would try to talk to people and it should be vegetables. Bro. Because they would have, they're so used to Snapchat. That's 90% of what they use. Oh and then God. when they get to be with the person, they have this like small string of like Snapchat rapport. So then they can kind of like get by with their like very little minimal conversation. Mm-hmm. But like when you just try to go talk to someone, it's like, it's so <laughs> annoying. Cause once again, then I get frustrated again. But right. I have to remember like, this is just our generation. Like, that's all we know sometimes is just talking through the phone. Yeah. So, like, I can meet someone and it feels like I'm pulling teeth to have a conversation with Literally. them. And I can't stand that. Like, if I feel like I have to force a conversation out of you, mm-hmm. I don't want to talk to you. Like, it just, it's a barrier. It's it another sucks. barrier. We got all these barriers on Snapchat, text, and, you know, Instagram, all that. And then because of those barriers, we're just using that. Now we have barriers in person yeah. because people are used to using these weird barrier yeah. creating com- yeah. modes of communication. And so it makes me think of like with dating, like that whole process of people bro. like meeting people through Snap. And personally, I don't believe in that. I'm really old school. Like I said, hope is romantic. I Same. believe that I'm going to like meet the love of my life in a cafe and I drop my book and they pick up my book and Boom. we touch hands. You know, like <laughs> yeah. I, I believe in that and I'm yeah. like, that's what I want. But like right. to be like, oh, he slid in my DMs and then we made plans to meet in person and then it's awkward. It feels like middle school dating. Yeah. Like you have a group around you and like there's no actual like we're here because we're here. It's like, okay, I texted you. We're going to make these plans. Or like you text like crazy over Instagram as you're building up that like anxiety in a way. Yeah. You're building up that suspense to meet with this person. And then you meet up with them and it's like, mm, mm, where where's the energy? Like, right. Because you don't, you've never energy. created any. Yeah. And then it's like, that's kind of dead. That's why I'm really fortunate about like my cyber friend being the same way in person mm-hmm. as they were, if not better in person as they mm-hmm. were through text. Like, and that happens sometimes. Yeah. So. I don't know. I would hope that it's like that for most people, but like that's clearly not the case for everybody. Like sometimes they're better through text and then they're just really dry in person. And then it's like, do I take that chance to build their social skills in person or do I just. Yeah, true. Because you know? then you have to like invest this time to like yeah. wait for them to be able to talk to you instead of just being able to have a conversation. Exactly. Well, also, like another thing is if you meet someone and then you like, let, let's say it's someone you know already. Yeah. They're following your Snapchat story. Yeah. They're following your Instagram story. Yeah. They're following your Instagram posts, everything like that. Let's say even TikTok. Mm-hmm. When you go to talk to them in person, what like you have so much less to talk to them about. Right. Because they already know what's happening in your life. Right. They but already not- watch your story. They already know. Like if I'm right. like, oh, yeah, I went to this place today. Oh, I know. I saw your story. Yeah. Like. It's like, oh, what damn. am I supposed to talk to you about? Yeah. I can't I mean, even tell you about my life because yeah. you already like watched it somewhere. Right. <laughs> like, Word. Yeah. yeah. I think about that, like with Snapchat and stuff, like in a way that's kind of how people base their social skills. Like they'll make conversation off of what they saw on your story. Whoa. With like, oh, I swiped up. So now we're building conversation off of that one thing. And I've noticed people right. do that with me. Like they try to do that with like something small. Like if I post like. If I posted a picture of me sitting in this stew right now, they'd mm-hmm. be like, oh, what are you up to? And then try to make a conversation off of that. Like, right. And I don't know. I feel like that's a good, I guess that would in a way be like a pro to the social part of social yeah. media because you see something and you want to interact with it. Mm-hmm. But then once again, my issue with that too is like, especially with Snapchat is like, there's sometimes a lack of interaction. And for me, that's the point of me having social media is to interact. Right. So if I'm posting something, I wanted you to interact and say something about it. 
you know, that mm-hmm. sounds really like attention whore of me, but like that's, that's what everyone's doing point, when they you know touch, post on social media is for someone to say something, say something like, to you let's about talk it. about it. You know, yeah. I'm going to post things that I want a conversation to be started from, mm-hmm. you know, but if they just kind of something quick or dry about it, I'm like, damn, like that failed completely. Like if I post like, um, yeah, like if I post like, like fallback for you yeah. putting yourself out there as well. And then because, I'm like, well, look what happened. Well, now, like, yeah, oh. now I, I'm a little more hesitant on trying again because look how dry they were. Right. And then like, think about like how even your reaction, like I post something so that someone's going to say something about it. Right. Like that's why we all do we it. All we do all that. want the hit of dopamine of people swiping up on it, our story and talking up, up on our story. That's why everyone does it. That's why yeah. everyone does it. But there's this like taboo because it's like, well, I'm just doing, I'm not even trying. People just want to talk to me nah, you know, or, or whatever. And it's like, then that creates, like you said, when you post something and then no one swipes up or you post then something you and no like one shit. comments on your Instagram post, yep. it's like, dude, that feels like shit. Like yeah. that, we've all had it happen to us. <laughs> yeah. It feels like shit. Maybe like no one cares about me. Yeah, like, damn, I'm exactly. I'm social media and disappear. And it's because also our, like our brains are hooked on the dopamine of that. And it's like, it's, it's instant. Exactly. It's not even just like the social aspect of like, I put myself out there and no one said anything. It's like, when we post something, our brains are used to this massive dopamine rush. And so when that dopamine rush doesn't come from all the comments and everything, or it doesn't get as much attention as you want it to or whatever, yeah. like your, you will, your brain will literally feel like less happy yeah. just by like science, it's like, like withdrawal. drips of, of chemical. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's withdrawal. I'm like, why, why didn't anyone say anything? No, it literally days. is withdrawal. No one liked though. my post? Like what happened? Like, I mean, that's why people can't go without TikTok. Like bro, people try to I quit TikTok. No, I'm that's literally trying. I'm not trying to quit because, you know... I do enjoy my TikTok breaks. Yeah, of course. You're not taking a shit. You gotta have some TikTok. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I'm like, I need something to pass the time. You know, I'm not trying to hear. I'm not trying to hear the. Anyway. But uh, especially when you're in the public bathroom, bro. And you let the splashback. I'm like, oh "Oh, damn. And then you just hear like Charlie Jamila. I refuse to (laughs) renegade. Bro, it's so annoying. I refuse to like poop in public. First of all, I refuse to poop in public. Second, really, it is wild to me that they will like keep it on loop. Because they're doing something, so like they obviously can't just keep oh, going. Dude. So I'm hearing the same thing over and over on loop as they're trying to like Bro. not let me hear them do what they gotta do. I'm like, it's the bathroom. Like, that, let's be for real. Oh my god, that literally that exact same thing. Both of my roommates were watching TikTok or Instagram reels or YouTube reel, whatever it was. Hey! And um, so oh hello, special guest. Oh my god. Come on in. Hey. All right, we have a spe- you want to hook up a headphone set? All right, oh my here. God, it's click Pia. click record for you on the on the computer. Yeah, she yeah, she, yeah. Know, she got Whatever. Just set it up. Set she's it up. the OG. <laughs> yeah, she's literally trained up. We are talking about watching TikToks while you poop. We are. That's the topic. Wait, wait, wait. I kind of need a pause to do it. Uh, oh damn. Sorry. Uh, just hop in then. Just hop yeah, in and just, uh, and say something in the sit, mic. Come sit. No, sit in the middle so you're yeah, in the frame. Yeah. All right. Should I scoot you over? Do you want me here, to Yeah, you you put your chair in the middle and then she'll oh, yeah. Shit. Oh, All right. Yay! Who am I? Who are you? I Who am the architect. Oh, the alchemist. Yeah. Did you want to just share this one so we don't have to like yeah. pause it? Gang. Can you hear? Uh-huh. Uh huh. You can. You can hear. Hello. Yeah. Oh, nice. Okay, cool. Ah! This is so dope. So we were talking about um, just like TikTok and like 
uh, how people have to quit TikTok. And then we started talking about people shitting and using TikTok. That's part of the addiction. Like, you're so addicted to TikTok, you can't put well, it down when you go poop. Well, also, it's That's like, my brother right there. what else are you going to do um, when you're shitting? Read. No, I'm playing. Well, Fucking yeah. shit? Well, like, okay. by yourself? You say that. And leave. You say that, but do you bring your phone in the bathroom with of you every course, time you shit? I check my Not mail. every time. Exactly. It well, depends. not every time, but, like, it's a super attractive to have this, like, boring little moment that seems to be, like, insignificant of, like, but shitting and then quick. be able to fill it with all this, like, dopamine entertainment See, while you're doing it. you know it. what they used to do back then? They used to fucking read the labels of the fucking Lysol wipes. I right. remember doing that when I was a kid. Like, I'd, like, find something. Yeah, like read a the back of people it. People magazines read in the, the bathroom. Can. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, so... um I, but I, okay, what I was saying, my roommates were both on TikTok or whatever, one of the slidey apps on YouTube or Instagram, whatever. Slidey apps. And they <laughs> were both reels. like using it, and then they started doing something in their room. So one roommate had oh, been doing something. He God. left it on loop, and it's just out phone speakers. Dude. And I'm in the, my room, like trying to write something, and I'm just hearing the same TikTok sound over and over again <laughs> with the same dude's voice, like like four or five times. And then there's a pause, and then like. It comes back. I think they were probably messing around, but either way, dude, it was driving me crazy. I'm not gonna lie, I'm totally guilty of being that friend. So you know, with my my narcolepsy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So oh, you'll fall asleep watching. One? I will fall asleep <laughs> Wait, watching what? a TikTok. Oh yeah, I have a sleeping issue. Like it's really bad. When did this start? Um, high school. Yeah. It started in high school. It's still an issue. I've been going to the doctors. I've been like getting tests sent to me that they want me to take. I, they've asked me to do a sleep study. It is a mess. But I have definitely been sitting there and I will literally knock out while I'm on TikTok. And my friend, I remember one time my friend Isabella was like, girl, you literally knocked out to the worst TikTok sound possible. <laughs> like, it was just on loop and it was so annoying. And I'm like, dude, I'm so sorry. Was it like, were you locked in your room and she was listening no, right through the door? No, we were literally chilling on the couch. We were in the living oh. room and I just croaked on the couch and <laughs> croaked. <laughs> I just That's croaked so on so the couch and the sound just kept replaying. And she was like, she didn't turn it off scroll? for you? No. I was Bro, like, dude, like you, you know my password. You could have just scrolled and turned it off. Yeah. Like, I'm so sorry. She was like, that shit is annoying. Like, yeah. oh my God. Okay, wait. We got derailed. We were on the topic of dopamine. And texting. Texting. And... Uh, yeah. Social media releasing dopamine in your brain. Oh, yeah. yeah. How much have you guys spoken about that? Uh, I know, like, a little bit too much. So, we started on... You want to get into, like, the technical, the sciencey part of it? Because, well, I mean... Well, we were talking about how people are addicted to their phones, like to TikTok and stuff. So, like, I know a few people who are genuinely, like, addicted and all hang out with them. And, like, um, I don't want to say names, but, like, I don't know. I feel like I'm it's weird. Dropping. I don't want to, like... Just <laughs> say a dropping. replacement name. Like, yeah, so Jacob. Like a, a goof name. That's actually a person that I know, but it's not him. <laughs> it's, it's not it's him. It's not Jacob, right? Let's say... Let's say um, Betty Bo Boop. Miss Swap. I was going to say, like, Shaboodle. Sh <laughs> Uh, He's like a goof name. Mark. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so Mark and I, names. Mark and I were hanging out. We're doing something. We're like doing, working on a project together. And any time that there's like a pause in exactly what we're doing, we'll be, but we'll still be in the act of creating this project. And then any break that there will be where I'm figuring something out and there's no talking between us or we're not actively like doing something together, he'll so pull out his phone, phone and join and scroll on TikTok. Man. And I'm like. Okay, yeah, technically we're not doing anything, but it's like, now you're closed off for the next however long. Like, yeah. I can ask you to put your phone away, but then I look like an asshole. So it's like, and it's just frustrating sometimes. But, um, because cause that's the other thing is like, we always have our phones on us. There's yeah. no times nowadays that we actually don't have our phone. Like, very few times that people aren't 
they don't have their phone in their pocket. Bro, and because we have these addictive I have my apps. I on me right now, unfortunately. But oh, it's yeah, I'm dude. I'm trying to check the time. I'm oh, fair, to, like, fair, you know fair. I'm you got, check, but oh, dude, we have PF no for time. So oh, bad. Are we, are we cool? Can I put this back? Yeah. I put on a watch like two days ago. And it's so awesome. Yeah. Honestly, because I was thinking, I'll check my phone for the time. Yeah. And, but then I'm on my phone. And yeah. like a phone's just implemented into your subconscious this is an addictive thing where Sucks every every notification is a dopamine hit mm-hmm. and i mean like and that's the same thing with the apps it gets your attention because every scroll is a dopamine hit a mm-hmm. dopamine hit a dopamine hit and then when you get used to it you turn you get a dopamine deficiency mm-hmm. that's why they say when you go to bed and you wake up the first thing to not do is check your phone because yes. if the first thing you do when you wake up is check your phone and that get all these the dopamine hits, day. then the rest of your day is fucked. Whoa. Yeah. Because you've so already true. dripped a bunch of dopamine in your brain. Yeah. Right. And that's why they recommend like, hey, maybe the first 30 minutes, go outside, get yep. a little bit of like get natural sunlight. Not only does it help with your circadian rhythm and sleeping, it also helps you not be on your phone and it's not the first light that you see the blue light wow yeah. well i wonder why we're all depressed i wonder why because everybody uses their phone for the first hour of their day word go like, outside I, I remember like uh like senior year-ish like i was having like all my homies over all the time uh and like we'd go out or whatever and come back everyone would spend, spend the night in my room we like spend the night in my crib or whatever and in the morning there would always be this time where we'd all wake up and i'd get up and like Everyone needed like 30 minutes, 45 minutes to just not exist and just be on their phone when they first got up. And I was just like, damn, man, like we don't even we can't even talk as we wake up. Like there's no like good morning, guys. It's like now I'm uh, open. I'm a zombie for a little bit because I need to get my zombie time in. And it's like, damn, man, like it it just sucks because like I'm pulling from my friends for a little bit. And like, you know, with my friends, we like force that first because I've altered my routine where my first hour of my day, I'm not on my phone. So I'll read a book, I'll read for a little bit, I'll journal, I'll, like, stretch, whatever. Depending on the situation, I might go outside for a little bit. And so, like, I've kind of told my friends, like, we should probably, you know, we should all do this. And, like, kind of encouraging them, like, Mm -hmm. maybe we don't need to hop on the phone as soon as we wake up. And so then, like, we'll all just kind of, like, wake up and just be talking about our night before or talking about, like, the day we had before. And, like, we just spend that first morning just kind of, like, digressing you know and i feel like that's a better way to start your day than getting on that phone and definitely. that blue light then it gives you a headache like if you're on it for too long yeah. oh no i definitely remember on these trips that i would go through the college like going to south dakota or going to colorado everybody thanks gotcha, everybody um woke up and we weren't on our phones we would have like breakfast together and things like that and before I was checking my phone in the morning because I wasn't aware that mm-hmm. it, it had this effect on me. And you genuinely do feel like more connected to life and feel like yes. things are a little bit more real when you're not checking your phone and your brain isn't constantly on this hustle to check notifications, check your mail, get back to work because that's what matters. You kind of forget the purpose of your existence when you're on your phone or you have all of these technological devices around you. It's constantly an influx of information. It's overload, overload, overload. Your body and your brain get so overstimulated that you forget where you're supposed to be and like why you're here. Anyways, that's why I got a watch. Mm. So I can fucking check the time with (laughs) that. I love it. Yeah, because I know for me, I used to want to watch like really, really bad for like Christmases and stuff. 
never got one, as you can see. I don't have a watch. But I'll get you one. Thank you. Yes, I would love a watch. But yeah, like, because when you do go, and, and you love to, because I know for me, I love to pretend that I'm a little bit higher than I, like, not higher, but like, I'm more aware than I think I am. And I'm like, no, I'm better than that. Like, I'm not on my phone to be on my phone. Girl, I, I go to check the time next year. I know I'm like deep in Instagram. And I'm like, why did I do that? So I've like personally like made sure to alter my, you know, you can like alter on your apps, like how much screen time you have yeah. for each one. Mm -hmm. So I make sure to do that for all of my stuff because like I refuse to like go down that rabbit hole. And like I changed my Instagram where like everyone's post is muted. So even if I do fall down that hole, I'm like, okay, I came to check the time. Oh, wait, let me just pop in Snapchat real quick. No one's story is on there. Like no one's story shows up. So I'm like, oh, cool. and then it forces me to be like, all right, let me get out of this because there's nothing to look at. Right. I mean, I think that when you start your day like that or any time, like you said, you were checking the time and you got stuck on Instagram, like, I don't know how you guys feel when that happens to you, but I always, like, I always feel like shit once yeah. I'm, once mm -hmm. I, if I, if I catch myself scrolling for, like, 45 minutes, or like, even, like, 30 minutes, sometimes even in, like, an hour, like, I literally, like, my whole body, I just feel like <laughs> shit. I'm just, like, I cannot believe I just spent... 30 minutes looking at this random Jew, like um like German dog account like <laughs> I don't know you know like you go on yeah. any rabbit hole and it's like why yeah. the hell am I here I had my whole day Dude, I had word. things I wanted to do I'll be embarrassed I'm like damn did I really just spend like my entire 20 minutes of screen time looking at an edit like of like I don't even know edits are low-key my guilty pleasure it'll be like edits but it'd be like out of pocket sometimes like mm -hmm. it'll be like edits of like Tyler, I forgot his name, like Tyler James Williams from like Abaddon Luntry. I'm like, ooh, yeah. Next thing I know, I'm seeing like OD edits of like people from Cars or like people from like, um, what's the brother from Big Hero 6? Tadashi. Oh my God. And then I'm just like down a rabbit hole. I'm like, damn. Honestly, like... those are like the funniest things. <laughs> yeah. I think the music. I, it just brings me back to Vine days. Also, Vine, I love oh. Vine, but it was also that whole like, it's seven seconds. That's where yeah. it started. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude. Yeah, that's probably the birth of TikTok. Yeah. Like, yeah. What, what it is now today was mine. I also wanted to say, it's all, like, checking the time and then going on your phone and going on Instagram, that's just muscle memory. Like, your thumb is used yep. to that. Boom, boom, boom. Mm -hmm. Yep. So true. It's a matter of, like, okay, let me, like, hack my body. Whoa, yeah. Right? And, like, train my body to do something different. Damn. So that, so true. instead of, like, checking the time, then I immediately turn my phone off. Right. Like, you know, it's, like, little things. But basically, middle school, those edits, Let's were, like, these on. anime edits, like, I swear. <laughs> oh, my That's God. So funny. I yeah. didn't even introduce myself. Hi, I'm Pia. It's Pia. Welcome, everybody. Yeah. But I I just remembered, like, these fucking Nightcore Skrillex songs <laughs> on the anime edits. Like, just being... And they were hot. Oh, yeah. Like, I was 12, and I was like, this is, this is, this is supposed to be sexy. This is my awakening. Yeah, damn. I've definitely come a long way. Yeah. <clears throat> now I watch real people. <laughs> Sean, <laughs> now I watch edits of real people instead of like anime characters all the time. Oh, that's Do funny. you remember that Timothy Chalamet? The Timothy era. Chalamet. Is it Sha Timothy Chalamet. Sh Chalamet. 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 Timothy Chardonnay. Timothy Chardonnay. <laughs> there was that one of him like dancing and everybody was oh like, my oh my God. God it's so Timothy. wild. Yeah. Okay, uh, <laughs> let's let's rein it in really quick <laughs> off of anime, <laughs> sexy anime edits. Um, but Chardonnay. Back to, Chardonnay. Um, to mu the muscle memory of like going on your phone oh, yeah. uh, and, and opening apps. Like I did a podcast in high school with these two girls who, because I had... 
started my what are you guys doing i'm trying to see if the mic can like lock in place that might be swiveling it'd be it'd be twisting and turning is it'd that righty tighty righty tighty lefty Lucy. i think it's just girl i don't even know i think it's fine okay all right it's picking up your voice Gang. um but yeah <laughs> so there are these two girls that um had seen the reconnect instagram and they had gotten inspired and they were like we're gonna do an experiment and delete snapchat for a week or something, or like two weeks. Man, that, that and, week turns into a month, dude, turns into two months. Yeah. Next thing I know, I've missed like half the year. So these girls deleted it, and they were like hardcore, never had thought about deleting it. Like we're like, use Snapchat a lot, and they saw the, the reconnect movement or whatever, and then they decided to do this experiment. So after they did it, I had them on my podcast, and they were talking about how like they counted it. And it was like hundreds of times during the day they would just open their phone and like slide and try to click where Snapchat had been on their phone. Hundreds. Wow. Like, like so many times. They said all the time, constantly. Dang. Like throughout the whole week. Every any fucking moment that yeah. you have just a moment of silence and to yourselfness. Yeah. You're oh God. Phone. Yeah. Oh God. And it's Man. it's like the constant stimulation is exhausting and the thing is like when you get home you've had a long day you think you want to relax and you want to like pull out your phone just sit on the couch really your brain is not relaxing your brain is still being stimulated and you're not resting like resting would be like oh i'm gonna sit down i'm gonna read a book i'm gonna just fucking sit in silence just stare at the wall for a little bit like or lay down take a nap i don't know anything but like something that's actually grounding like pia said like you remember that you're you're living you remember you're here like you remember why you're here like what you're doing like when you're in your phone you just disappear and you go into some dopamine land of like whatever you're scrolling on yeah Yeah, especially because that form of stimulus is so much more intense than any other form of stimulus like a book yeah you're being stimulated because you're reading you're taking the information you're imagining things Mm -hmm. but it's not as intense as like this entire phone thing i actually started thinking of a family member of mine that is on their phone all the time and i kind of got a little worried because they're of the younger generation two years younger so even he's two years younger and i i constantly think like how how are we (laughs) like what are we gonna do do? because where are we going they're always on their phone and it's not just him it's like everybody our age and younger we're always on our phone any moment that we have a moment of silence and then when we're not doing it there's this emptiness and there's this sadness and i always wish that i could help him somehow Mm -hmm. but there's nothing i can do i can't just be like hey get off your phone you're on your phone too much and then i just sound like a mom that's exactly what i did but Mm -hmm. honestly i think we also (laughs) but then there's that taboo where like you're the asshole for asking them to get off their phone exactly like oh you think you're better than me right exactly and even our parents like my parents when they come home from work they watch tv while they're doing laundry Mm -hmm. i mean they're cooking but then again it's like another (laughs) stimulus so it's like our the older generations too are also facing this. Oh yeah. Where they Dude. also don't have a moment. Some people some older generation people are already on their phone. Yeah. Some of them use TV. Yeah. Every everything in our society has been catered to distract us. I um I was actually I was at a Boy Scout meeting last night. I've been going back to my old Boy Scout troop, do some leadership. Um and uh, this one younger kid came in with his dad. And he's, dude, kid's probably like 12. Oh my goodness. And his dad sat in the back of the room 
and I like was on his phone the entire meeting. Dude was not engaged with the whole organization. He just brought his son to. He was coming. He was literally sitting there. I watched him. He was just laughing, like looking at stuff, just laughing. Yeah. And I was like, bro, this is like your son. This is your kid. He's developing, and you're not even looking at him. Like that's yeah. that's absurd. And I mean, I don't know what it's like to be a parent. You probably want a freaking break from your kid, but like, but like, dang, how deep do you want it to go? Right there, yeah. Do you that... want your like to never not interact with your kid like complete gone? Like Dude. you're imagine you're that kid, bro. It sucks. Imagine silence. I guess my dad doesn't want to talk to me. Right. I was I guess he doesn't at love Chili's. Me. I was at Chili's and it was me and my mom having like a mom and daughter day and we were talking and we got on our phones in the beginning to let people know like, hey, we're at dinner right now. Don't talk, you know? So we put the phones away and we're just talking to each other and laughing and, and talking shit. And we look to our right and it's another mother daughter, but she's like maybe eight. And you can hear her like calling for her mom and like just saying random things to get her mom's attention. And her mom is deep in her phone. And would not look up at her. And I was like, this is literally heartbreaking. Like, she's That's eight. So and then the other day, and I was trying walking. To connect she's with trying her. to connect with her mom. And she's like, literally deep in her phone. And the other day, I was walking. Um, I was walking back to the apartment. And it was like a family having a picnic. But every single member of the family was on their phone. The daughter, the mom, the dad. They're literally sitting in a circle, sitting on a picnic blanket. But everybody was on their phone. It's crazy. And then my mom, too. Like, my mom, it's so, like, funny to me. Because she'll be like... Oh, y'all do stand on that phone. You're always on that phone. I'm like, man, I got a headache today because you on that phone. And then <laughs> I'll go check on her or just be like, oh, my God, Mom, like, if I come home for the weekend to visit and I just want to tell her about what's going on at Rollins or something, and I'm like, oh, my God, Mom, so this person, da, 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 and she's, like, not answering me. And I'll be like, hello? And I'll, like, go in her room, and she's, like, on her freaking iPad, deep in TikTok. I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, you're the main one to be like, you always on that phone. Mm-hmm. Girl, you always on that tablet. <laughs> like, that's crazy. Dude, I was, um, do you want to? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's also a matter of like, a lot of people don't see what they're doing. They see it in other people. But the only reason you can see it in other people is because you've had some experience with it yourself. Yeah. Right? Either other people doing it or yourself doing it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. These parents, dude. These parents. Yeah, I mean, I was at a coffee shop the other day uh, with Pia, actually. And um, there was a, a family that sat down for dinner. And before they were even sitting down, like both the kids had iPads and like I, I was just sitting there and I was like, like the parents are just doing their thing. One of them I might have been on their phone too, but I was going to dinner and I'm just looking at this kid. He's not even there. He's just like sitting there. Just like He's like glued. And I'm just like, well, you've successfully sedated your child. Yeah, these iPad like, is that babies what you are wanted? so screwed. These iPad babies, Dude. like it's their babysitter. You don't even need to hire a babysitter. Nope. You just need to it's buy free. a tablet. It's easy. They just disappear. Your, they your kid dis- goes away. He they go out. away for like hours. Like, when we were kids and, like, we had to go somewhere that we didn't want to be, you know, it was like, bring, what? They would they would make me pack a bag with all my favorite toys to keep me busy, you, you know? Girl, and then I was asleep. I'm either asleep somewhere, <laughs> with my, I'm either asleep somewhere, I'm, <laughs> with my narcolepsy. I'm either asleep somewhere or I'm playing with, like, mad toys or something. But, like, now, they can literally, like, they'll put a tablet in front of them and they just are silent. Like, you yep. forget the kid is there. And that's so wild to me because, like, you are a kid. That's when you are, like, at your peak with energy and you always want something to do it's and you're active. You're not living. That's, like, you're, you are a sponge. Literally like, not living. Yeah. you. That's, like, the core. Like, you are a sponge. And the only thing you're taking in is hours and hours of media consumption. Like, imagine what their subconscious is implemented. Like, yeah. Because from the ages of one to five, we are literal sponges. Like, we just absorb anything that happens around us. It's, like, tribal consciousness, right? That's how we 
create a lot of our beliefs so if someone when they were three like drew a painting was like mom look i painted and then the mom was like ah you should stick to something that's going to give you more money you know something more lucrative like engineering <laughs> right yeah. I'm, I'm quoting the little prince that book by that french guy anyways um <laughs> that french guy <laughs> yeah i forgot his name antoine 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 you the man <laughs> but so if these kids one to five seven eight nine you know like these spongy years all they're getting is phone blue light games also the unfiltered unfiltered tiktok and oh, cocoa melon yeah. this desensitization of everything literally sexualizing children at like yeah. five like that's no imagine when they're 25 like that's there yeah dude that's oh, look there. at yeah. us we're seeing that with us like right now like I can talk to people and they've literally been victims of like grooming and um, like being exposed to things that they didn't need to be exposed to because yep. we had so much internet access and it was like unhinged. Yep. Like the amount and it became and then it sped up our not really our development, but like then we grew up faster than we needed yeah, to because, definitely. oh, when I was 12, I ended up seeing this porn site without knowing it. Yep. And then now you're 14 trying to execute what you saw. Yep. And it's like that's you're you're speeding it all up like yeah. just because that fast instant gratification of like what's right there on the internet. Yeah, I mean, uh, I forgot what I was gonna say. Go it, ahead. It also um, puts unrealistic expectations from such a young age. If we're talking yes. about like softcore porn or like accidentally coming onto a site that yeah. shows you certain things, it definitely puts this image, especially if it's like I don't know Pornhub, something unfiltered. It's, fuck Pornhub, by the way. Fuck Pornhub. We, no. Boycott. It's, it's like... Okay, you we won't get into that. Yeah, I, I <laughs> want to ask why, but you see this level of ingenu ingenuity in the acting and yes. like, oh my God, all the screaming and <laughs> all this shit. And like, is sex like that? So then, you know, you're putting all this shit in kids' Word. heads and it's like when they have sex, like that... And, and to, it's because of my personal beliefs that like sex is just so much more than what you think it what you what i what i saw mm -hmm. dude i was part of like that's, that's just fake it's I'm crazy so sorry. it's literally acting they're getting paid to do that so obviously they're gonna perform like come on exactly dude we should totally for about okay next we should do a valentine's day episode and just talk about like reconnecting with like your sexual energy and like, i feel like we should do that dog you dope. ain't ready for this club but. meeting next week though yeah we're gonna have a like a reconnect with love event on the 14th oh yeah hell yeah we're gonna like do some like reconnect with your heart like the breathing mm, that's we're good gonna, you know the labyrinth on the back yes we're the gonna, labyrinth we're gonna walk through that oh, yeah, yeah. we're gonna write uh, some love letters, love letters to I, anyone you I want will to do like, that. you could As write said, one to a past uh, relative you could write one to yourself you could write nice. one to anyone you love yeah. it, can, it can be as easy or as hard as you want to you could like write it to a past lover like you know like you know these healing things yeah, you don't have to give it to them you can just write it for yourself yeah it's, it's that's nice actually really like therapeutic to do because i know yeah. for me like i was going through something and my mom advised me to like write it out and she's like you don't have to deliver the note to them but just knowing that you got it off your chest like that helps mm -hmm. she got that tool yeah in her toolbox <laughs> anyways yeah well sorry go ahead wait <laughs> the expectations are way too high yeah and it just doesn't you know what I'm remembering? I'm remembering fucking Pitbull. I went to his concert in October. Oh my God, yeah. And he had this little speech that was like, you know, back in the day, um, without the phones and the internet, you were allowed to make a mistake and nobody, and like people would forget about it. It's not yes. something that's going to be like, you know, people are going to see it. So he was, thank you for holding the microphone, by oh, the way. Oh, I got you. 
So he was just saying like, it's okay to make mistakes. It's okay to like be you and be authentic. But even like Pitbull be recognizing this, you know? Pitbull. Like we were allowed to make... We were. Yeah. Or we are, but it's just this like, this expectation of like, I have to show up and present myself this way or people are going to think about me this way because of this expectation or like this aesthetic that I'm supposed to bring. Right. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. We were talking about that in like the last episode of like, I gave like an example of like, if I make the mistake of falling asleep somewhere, it won't be a, oh, that was funny. She fell asleep and they leave it alone. Or like he was saying like, oh, they just draw my foot, like draw my forehead and oh, that was it. Huh? It was funny. But like nowadays it'll be to the point where if they got that picture of it, it lives on forever. Like your simple one mistake lives on forever. Look at all these public figures right now. If they did something back in 2000, the Anytime. summer of 02. Anytime. And it can be 2045 and they're like, remember what you did in the and summer of 2002. And it they will then. hold them accountable for it. And then, like not fair. then we get things like, you know, cancel culture. And yeah. it's like yeah. crazy. Like we're human. We're going to make mistakes. And that's why I can't stand when people like bash people for being human. Yes. They're, they're going to mess up. Oh, yeah, yes. there is a good side of that though because like while cancel culture is like an offshoot of it that kind of sucks because like you said everyone makes mistakes everyone is human like we're able to as people we're able to like hold you accountable we can yeah, hold account- people accountable and hold yeah. the government accountable as well because like we know a whole lot more about what's going on with the people who like <laughs> run the country than we did and we were just blindly following you know before oh, yeah. now we can actually hold the world accountable just as like normal people which is like a really cool thing that's come out of this as far as like you know, along with all the negatives, but it's still good. Mm-hmm. True. Yeah, true. I mean, so true. When I thought about cancel culture, I was thinking about celebrities and mental breakdowns. How many? Mm. How oh, many? Doja. Times? Everybody's on Doja's case because she shaved her head and she was going through it. Or like Britney, Britney Spears back in the day when she yeah. like spazzed out on paparazzi, she like took an umbrella to their windows and was like she shaved her head and everybody was like, oh, look at her. And I'm like, that's like she was doing that as a result of the pressures of like. You can't make a mistake. You're Britney Spears, and then when when she shows emotion on that and shows how frustrating that can be, they still was holding that against her. And it's like, how do you escape that? Yeah, we've created a paradigm where it, it, it's such so whoa English. We've created a paradigm where it's such strict social constructs. That's a tongue twister. Mm. Um, <laughs> that like you can't make a mistake and you can't have act out on your feelings. You can't allow yourself to process these emotions, especially the pressure that you get if you are a public figure. And now everybody has a chance to be a public figure. Everybody has a chance to be a mini celebrity, whether you have 10K followers, mm-hmm. 5K, whatever you think is like a big amount, then all of a sudden... 68 views, boom, we're famous. 68 like, views, no, seriously, baby. Like that's, oh, it's actually up to 79. Oh. Oh. <laughs> yeah. That's 79 people that like... Watching me. If you, if you have that mentality, oh, I have to you. show up. Mm-hmm. And if it becomes too many things, too many expectations that people put onto you, that's when you break. Yeah. We need to, as a society, become way more compassionate and graceful. For sure. But just not everyone's like that, you know? Not everyone's like that, but I think, I don't know, when you, if we have those right people as our influencers, because as you were saying, like, we have the opportunity and the tools that anyone can be a little, little social media star. Anybody could be an influencer. Mm -hmm. And me and my aunt were having a conversation about, like, um, there at some point there's gonna be just kind of like this merging between the world of like celebrities and influencers because I can meet people like I can find people right now who would be quicker to want to meet like Bretman Rock before they want to meet like Channing Tatum you know 
but it's like it's something they're normal people and I think we kind of gravitate to that realness so I feel like if we have more influencers who are blatantly real maybe that will be a positive influence and then they'll want to be more compassionate and like you know accepting of people's mistakes or different walks of life yeah I'm definitely thinking about Emma Chamberlain when you said this I love Emma because she portrayed this image of like genuine authenticity she's so real unfiltered and I think everybody or you know the majority of people that watch her like her because it's like a breath of fresh air in a world where everything has a facade yeah I think also just like being using the internet to interact with other people it takes away a lot of humanity and you're able to be a lot more honestly just horrible to other humans because you're not saying it to a human you're saying just you're just commenting it and there's no repercussions all that stuff and like you know that's been that's a point that's been you know like a lot of people have talked about it but like for for that to just be so prevalent like so many people are able to just be like so horrible like like i i just went into the comment section of some celebrities post i don't know who it was but it was just like literally some of the most fucking toxic shit i've yeah. ever seen in my life just like because there's so many people commenting on it everyone's saying their ideas and then this dude i saw the most passive horrible just like the most toxic shit yeah. like horrible and it's because it's strangers interacting with a stranger with mm-hmm. absolutely no repercussions at all yeah. like we're not going to treat anybody special or like just normally like you would treat someone you know well much different than you would treat a stranger but then you would treat someone you know well much different than you would treat someone you don't know at all that you're right. not even looking at. You know, it's like this level of complete dehumanization where you're able to just like, it's the same thing like what people used to do with celebrities. Like celebrities used to take that kind of flack because mm-hmm. like not everybody is actually talking to the celebrity. Everyone's talking about the celebrity. True. But like now you can indirectly talk to, to someone without actually having to talk to them. Yeah. It's like it just creates so much ability for toxicity and negativity. Yeah, and then that's what that's another thing I'm thinking about with like our generation. It's like we kind of glorify like toxic behavior and like I don't know why, but there's like more attention around that. And then if you notice like they're quicker to respond even just with our celebrities and our influence our influencers, they're quicker to respond to a hate comment than something positive. That's how we So are. that kind of backfires in itself because you know, you want to give off that message of like, "Oh, don't promote hate, don't be a hater." But if someone sends you a long paragraph of like you suck, you're this like you're trash, da da da, you're gonna screenshot that and put that up and make a whole video. They'll make videos and be like addressing my hate comments. Yeah. Like why would you do that instead of spreading that love and looking at the paragraphs on paragraphs and the emails on emails or like the letters. All the love that they get. You know, of I mean, the love that you get. It's the same thing with, like, news. Like, humans are just more, like, we get more excited about something super negative and sad and, like, terrible than we do about something that's really great. Like, you're more likely to click on a news story of a school shooting than you are of some this super puppy. heartfelt puppy story or something. Yeah. of, Or if some someone's sticking up for another person, it's like... It's just much more rare people would click on something like that rather than the negative. Yeah, and there are many reasons for that. I think one of them especially has to do with our human design. We have survival instincts, and we have to protect ourselves from things that could hurt us, potentially. Back then, it was a big animal that could kill me with one swipe, you know? (laughs) (laughs) And we had to run from them. 
But now it's the news, right? We have to protect ourselves from things that are happening in the news. So anything fear-based. Mm, I see. Um, and like all these negative comments, you know, we don't live in a world where we are going to die. Like, I mean, we could. Right. We could right now. <laughs> but we're not, you know? <laughs> we're not. YOLO. Yeah, we're not. And there are reasons for that. <laughs> but our our DNA is like, ha, ah, I have to survive. So now it's put on like, your social status and how other yeah. people like you like that's kind of Much like the modern have. survival like if i don't survive in my society i'm done for right yeah. so these negative comments we take personally because mm. we're like oh i'm i'm not surviving right now i have these views of me yeah. but it's always going to happen i'm thinking about brene brown i don't know if you've heard of her she is the psychologist she is a researcher on mm -hmm. guilt and shame mm. and you know, she became this huge thing. And before, people were like, you're studying guilt and shame like and vulnerability. Like, what are you wow. doing? And now it's this huge, big thing. And even though now she gets all this positive reinforcement on the videos and the books and what have you, you know, there can be that one negative comment. And it puts, she says that it, like, sometimes has put her in this awkward position. But the solution she's found is, you know, as long as I belong to myself, I can go through anything yeah it's so. also like if you if someone posts a negative comment on something you have you like there's nothing you can't retaliate you should it's just put on you it's and you have there. to take it because if someone if let's say like i told you about the like unconnect movement instagram page that was made right. when i first started so in high school like, like let's say i was having a reconnect event and some guy came by and he was like hey you suck this is stupid. i'd be like Okay, okay. I, I'd be able to, like, retaliate. I'd be like, no. Right. Like, I don't suck. Like, you're weird. <laughs> like, look at all of us having fun. But, right. like, because it's just a negative hate, like, there's nothing. I can't I, I can't defend myself. And then any other people that are going to the, like, the page or whatever, they can, like, be influenced by this complete bullshit take that's, like, some person hating. What I'm thinking is, like, in person, you can and I'm going to speak about it in energetic terms, like you have the chance to like block that energy from coming into you. Like, right. no thanks. I'm going to not receive that, right? Yeah. But then on social media, because like our identity is just put... And I was thinking like also if you put your entire self out there and take all these negative comments, it's a loss of identity. You're allowing other people to like make these interpretations and perspectives on you and then you're projecting it onto yourself and all that stuff. But if these people comment... You don't have a chance to be like, nah, I'm good. Because it's, it's, it's there. there. It's, yeah. it's there. I mean, you can delete it, but like. Right. There's like ways to work around There's it. so many nuances in, in yeah. that. You could think like, oh, if I delete the comment, I want to be a pussy. Like be, these yeah, big people are just like going to think that I can't take it or whatever the fuck. And it, it's just starting beef. So much negativity. Or all that stuff. But you can't, you don't even have the chance to like stand your ground in that sense on, on a social media platform. True. This has been a wonderful episode. Yeah. I'm really glad Pia came in to give a little yeah! like uh, feature. That's pretty fun. No worries. Um and uh yeah, I think you have class. I do have class. Yeah. Unfortunately. So we're gonna end it, but this was really nice. I, yeah. I really like what we got to cover. But we one. so I think next week we should do Valentine's related kind of episode. Let's do it. That'd be dope. Can I come it. for it? Hell yeah. yeah. Please do. Yeah. Let's do yeah. it. I have a tons of info on Reconnecting yeah. with your sales. Hell yeah. All right, guys. Peace. Bye-bye. Yeah. Thank you. Later, gang.